0: Hello, and welcome to Sit and Listen, a production of Science in the News. We are a graduate student-led organization at Harvard University focused on generating discussions between scientists, other experts, and enthusiasts. The global pandemic caused by the novel coronavirus, SARS-CoV-2, has changed the world and altered all of our lives. In this series of episodes titled Scientists at Home, we present narratives of life and research during the pandemic from scientists and academics Across a broad range of disciplines and stages of their careers. We hope that in hearing these narratives, you'll feel a sense of camaraderie with the scientific community as we acclimate to these difficult times. My name is Delphine Tripp. I'm a third year PhD student at Harvard University. On November 17, 2020, I sat down with Anushka Kashnavish, a PhD student at Okayama University in Japan. Anushka describes herself as a writer, a poet, a traveler, an amateur photographer, a microbiologist, a science communication enthusiast, an Epicurean, a logophile and a creative Piscean. You can follow her on Twitter at Anushka Microbi. For now, listen in to learn about her experiences as an international student in Japan. Could you go ahead and introduce yourself to the listeners? Tell us a little bit more about who you are, uh, what you work on, and where you go to school. Yeah, hi, so I'm Anushka. I'm from, uh, I'm currently located in Okayama, Japan, and I am a doctoral researcher and I'm working on oral microbiome. So it's about the tiny microbial world in our saliva. So I'm trying to see what it does to our body or like how it works with our body when it gets sick or when it's changing from day to day life. And, um, It has been around two years into my doctoral research. So I am on a mixed scholarship here. That's Japanese government scholarship for doctoral students. And that kind of limits you. Like if you are a doctoral student in your basic sciences, like not the medical, but the basic sciences, then uh, you only have like three years uh, from your enrollment. Could you tell us a little bit more specifically, how did the year start for you and how is it ending? (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Let me try. So um, the year started out uh, good because uh, it started out with vacation at home. I, because I usually go home in around December, and then I will spend a month or like three weeks at home and then I will come back. So after I came back, I was actually, because my work is um half of it is in my home laboratory but half of it is in my collaboration laboratory so i was interning in that laboratory so for the first three months of the year which was good i was located there and um i was like i it felt so good because the i i had just started the second project of my phd like i had designed there's like protocols and we have like checked the protocols on the pilot level and we were like okay we are set to go and uh, it was all it was all feeling too good to be true because it was like we have planned this and this is working out like we have found people who will be participants and yeah so that was uh that was feeling really good but then uh just when we started the sample collection from the participants that was in the beginning of march and then in april like i had to come back in the first week of april but i had plans to go back in like about a week or so so but i came back to okayama and the lockdown set in so i couldn't go back to my collaboration laboratory and we i was really like I was really stressed how will we uh, go on with the collection because yeah I had planned like okay what if I cannot come back sooner so we have we need like sample kits for the collection so we had I had prepared everything like for one extra month but I was not sure if like the lockdown will be just a month or like how long this is going to go and if I'm not there who else can like do this because everybody was kind of locked out of the Institute, only the people who were doing COVID research or who had to maintain the animals in the animal housing, they can go once in a while, but they also like it was like one person at a time. So it was like too much to ask from them if they can do my job. So and I'm, I'm really not good at asking for help. So, so I was like, who is going to do this? I was like freaking out um, at different levels. So, so the collaboration laboratory, I have really awesome people there. So they were really supportive at that time when I was kind of like losing it. So they're like okay like like we don't worry we will find a way out we'll do something about this my initial study like i had uh, planned it for six months to be like super statistically correct but then we found out that if even if we do it for three months it is like it's significant it doesn't have to be six months so then I was like, okay, let's do it for three months because I don't want people to keep on doing stuffs for me uh, just because like it's my project and I want it to be super perfect. <laughs> we started in March and we ended the first uh, sampling f- by the end of May. Japan kind of uh, started getting back to the routine from June or so. Like the, the government opened up, but we were still not like university wise, we were still not allowed to go out of our, like we call it prefecture here. It's almost equivalent to the States in uh, in, in US. So we were not allowed to like transfer from one place to another. So we were still like inbound, but um, at least things kind of were looking like they will, ease out a little bit so I was still hopeful like okay I can still get back to work in a in a month or two but that didn't happen <laughs> so I think my motivation of like getting back to work or like my hope of um, getting this started back again soon uh, it started to drop about like a two months ago, <laughs> it was nothing, it was not changing as I was expecting it to be. And um, I was like, okay, I can't go home, I can't go uh, work. So I was like, oh, what am I doing here? Because um, like, I'm running out of time. Like I only think about that um, on a loop that I'm running out of time yeah, like now it's getting more and more difficult to be mentally calm about this or like optimistic about this that, okay, I will be back there soon. I'll be working and it'll be done soon. It's kind of hard. I am uh, trying to be as hopeful as I can be uh, by the end of this year and like uh, hoping that things improve um, next year. But with the numbers again rising here, like in the past month it's again we are seeing uh, they are calling it a third wave but yeah so it's like it's rising again so i'm not sure if it's like if we will have that those strict regulations again because things were kind of easing up now uh, it feels like i might be like i might get the permission to go and then <laughs> there might be again a lockdown so i'm i'm like I don't know. <laughs> like somebody has to tell me for sure, but nobody knows for sure. So, yeah, it has been tough. You haven't been back to to campus in your lab since uh, since March May. Yeah. So the my home laboratory we have started on campus uh, lectures since um, since uh, October. So the last semester we. Uh, we were online uh, all the seminars and everything so here the phd students in their second or third year usually we don't have any coursework so like ours is all done in the first year and the rest of the years we usually have seminars so it's like once a week your lab meets uh, it's like a journal club So we will discuss a research paper. One of us will present and others will have to answer, like ask the questions. And uh, so for that, we were doing that online uh, on Zoom for half of the year, like until September. And then our new semester started from October. So we have resumed that because it's just 20 people in our laboratory. So we can do that on campus, but People who have like more than twenty in their classroom, they still have like half um, of the class is in the class, and half of them are doing it from home. So it's been tricky for the teachers, also. As my supervisor is telling me, so it's like, (laughs) where do I look? It's in the television, or do I look at the kids in the class? So. Uh, Like, how do I keep both of them awake? (laughs) So it's it's kind of uh, tricky for them too. But yeah, like now I go to my laboratory, I try to go like two or three times a week, I actually don't need to go there, I just go there to give myself um, that sense of uh, routine or like a structure that like I belong to this university and uh, like maybe this will help. Uh, so yeah, just for that, but it doesn't feel like I'm working at all. Could you talk a little bit more about how when you are on campus, how it's different than what it was in the past, like different policies with like the mask, if you guys are doing testing, staying mm-hmm. six feet apart, things like that. Japan actually is kind of, uh, in general, um, people are <laughs> kind of socially distanced uh, most of the time. Uh, it's only if you like, if you see two people hugging in public, it will be two international students, uh, mostly. So, uh, yeah, so if you if you meet a Japanese kid and you like go in for a hug, you will like, um, catch them for a surprise (laughs) so that's that's kind of how japan is so it's yeah like i wouldn't say much has changed apart from the mandatory mask wearing uh in inside like when we are indoors we have to do that so and now that since it's cold i am comfortable with that like before it was like ah this is so hot i cannot breathe but now uh it's like a protection, <laughs> it's protecting me from the cold wind. So I am, I'm happily doing that. Um, but uh, yeah, so in our laboratories, we have like, um, while we are doing the experiments, we are only like two or three people can be at a laboratory at like four experiments. its It's kind of difficult for everybody because we, lost a lot of funding in the pandemic period uh, because of like some experiments, uh, like my professor had animal experiments, but from the university, we had the regulations that the experiments, animal experiments, which started before COVID uh, had to be stopped. So, and that's why like, that's a lot of finance down the drain. Um, So, that has been really difficult on the laboratory, I feel. Um, And we are kind of coping, but it's, uh, yeah, it's, I think everybody mentally is very uh, not at a good space at this moment. Like everybody's trying to be hopeful that, okay, um, we'll get this back on, but um, it's kind of difficult with that, those kind of financial, um, like losses, I would say. Uh, And then you always have to, like, go back uh, to the fact that you still need to do those experiments, but you don't know when you will start. So, yeah, I think it's, it's tough for everybody as a whole, not just me. In your free time, are you still socializing as much in the sense of are you socializing in different, like, virtual ways? That type of, like, socialization where it's different from, you know, going to a bar or hanging out for coffee. Yeah, so um, I was kind of, I started very late to go out after the pandemic because I was still like uh, very skeptical about um, how the restaurants are like keeping up with things or like how if they are really following the norms or not. So you can't really uh, be sure about that. So we used to like, yeah, so I think from about like four months ago, we started, like some of my friends, we would just meet once in a while, but we would do either, we will go outdoors or like we'll go somewhere where we don't have to be like sitting inside or in a closed space or uh, we would meet each other at their houses. So like we will uh, do like a picnic at home. Uh, So that's like, that's how it has changed because before I think it was mostly either we go out on a trip or we go out to eat Uh, so it's it was never uh, like we would rarely think about that we will meet indoors or at home but we are like we know we are keeping our homes clean and uh, the like the host will make sure (laughs) the person who comes in washes their hands and sanitizes before they get in so that kind of feels more like in control, like we can, um, like regulate <laughs> what's going on in here. So uh, that that kind of feels comfortable. But yeah, I think um, because uh, Japan is so, Japanese government kind of have has this travel campaign going on, which they call uh, go to travel, and that is like. Uh, it's kind of a little bit uh, tricky to explain because I don't understand it completely, but it's like you can get some discounts or like some coupons if you are traveling in this time, like up until January if you're traveling. So you get uh some like huge discounts or like some money for like your flight fares or something. So. Uh, like they are encouraging uh, domestic travel a lot. They were doing that since, uh, yeah, I think from August or yeah, around like July end or August. But now that the numbers are rising, now they're like travel, but just travel inside your states and <laughs> don't go outside your states. So, but uh, that's kind of tricky now to stop people because now people are like, mm, it's uh, okay, like we we are doing okay we can go out we can travel like now since they know that that they can do that uh i don't think they will get back to not doing that like very soon and because the campaign is still there like they haven't stopped the campaign so uh, of course people are not going to miss miss out on that like it's a very good deal to like uh, just let it go by so that's how uh like People are going like even I went on a day trip or two or like I am still not sure if I'll do the longer trips soon, but I like a part of my mind is like everybody here is doing that so it's okay for me to do that. But then again, I'm like uh, I am not sure <laughs> should I do that. Like uh, it's like a battle in my mind all the time, uh, because um, as an individual in like in Japan in like as an international student, I would say my, like the best thing, which I enjoy the most here is traveling. Like it's like, I love traveling so much and I don't even like feel anything about going solo because it's so safe to travel in Japan. And like, you don't even have to care about your safety much. Like, of course it's, it helps if you're aware, but yeah, you, you can still be Like having fun and uh, stay safe while traveling uh, here so it's it's so much fun and like uh, I love the places I have been to in the past so that's kind of my therapy so it's like when I'm not working I'm traveling like that has been my life in Japan but now I can't do either one of them (laughs) so yeah so that's that is not really not helping and that's what has like majorly changed for me Uh, I really miss that because I feel like um, I'm not an outdoors person but I am like a travel person that's what I would define like I I won't go out every day for a run or two I would not prefer that but if I have to be on the road for two days without any sleep because I'm traveling I can do that so <laughs> so yeah so it's like um I I really miss that part so much uh, because it feels like an <laughs> integral part of myself uh, it just gives me so much joy and I cannot do that now so and I cannot work so I don't know what I'm doing <laughs> So now that you're not traveling, you're spending more time indoors. Have you learned or picked up any new quarantine hobbies like yeah, like are you playing games, are you sewing, are you like painting, playing music? So I I did everything a bit. Like when it started out, I was like really pumped like I have this time which I never had. So I'll use this and do like everything I I had been keeping off. So in the beginning of the like when we were at the lockdown when it started so i wanted to keep my mind off the of freaking out like what will i do with my experiments and stuff so i whenever i could go out of the house i would just go out and buy a plant so that's what i did at like i was that that was kind of a very good like a happy kind of vibes. So I was like, I have my plants, so I don't need humans um, kind of phase. And then um, that happened. And then I moved on to cooking a lot. So uh if you talk to my mother she will swear i never cooked when i was at home <laughs> uh, like maybe like i i can survive uh with the cooking i learned but i was like i'm not doing it because uh like i have my mom and i have my elder sister and they are having like they are better at it so i don't have to worry so but since i came in came to japan and i was like it was only a month into Japan's life that I was like, I need Indian food. <laughs> I cannot <laughs> survive with this, like without this. And that's when I started like learning stuff and I would do, but I, that kind of like plummeted when the lockdown, uh, like one month into the lockdown, I was like, I have to cook more, like what I'm doing. <laughs> I should learn more of cooking. And uh, I would make sweets, which <laughs> I would only eat from shops in India. And like, uh, it was, I was kind of surprising myself, but <laughs> I was doing it all. And then um, I, yeah, I even tried sewing and like I bought a lot of stuff to online uh, on the fact that I will do more sewing. are some things you're looking towards in the future? I think the first thing that I can think of is my uh my sister is due very soon so (laughs) thank you so yeah so I'm looking forward to meeting my niece or nephew I don't know yet so uh that's that's something I'm really excited about and that's kind of why I want to go home <laughs> as soon as possible. And um, apart from that, i I really hope uh, like I'm I'm trying to look past like one year from now. So if it's like if all kind of uh, things fall into place and if things work out, um, I'll be done with my PhD and uh, I, would, I I, hope I would know what I want to do next. <laughs> so, and yeah, it just feels like, um, yeah, like most of the time I tell this to my friends, like I want to fast forward and uh, reach a point where things are all okay. <laughs> like uh, we are all like in, in our happily ever afters. I, I just want to fast forward to that. So, yeah, I like, um, I'm looking forward to that where I can, like, meet my friends and family, uh, like, uh, like not just home, like, also here, because I have, like, a now a very good people network in around where I have, I'm living. So, I want to spend, like, because I, as much as I want my PhD to go faster and, like, to be over with i really kind of like the independent life that i am having uh, in japan so every now and then a thought will be like ah oh, i will miss this so i really want to live this to the fullest um and just knowing that i might just have like a uh, 10 months or so remaining to that life uh, is kind of it makes it more real like I don't have enough time to travel all the places I really intended to or like have my family visit me and like uh, exploring that together or something like that and um, so yeah like I am I hope uh, that I can do I can live up to uh, all the things I expect me to do at least not all the things then at least some of it which just when I go back when I when all this is over when I go back home when this is done I can still say that okay I I had a good life there like I I really enjoyed whatever I did because yeah it's that little <laughs> bit of happiness is all you need to keep you going true, it was true. so wonderful to talk with you <laughs> Yeah, I think I think we can go on forever because we have so many topics to talk about. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, thank you for inviting me. It's it has been a great pleasure.